How many lives do we live? As far as we know, you only have one life to live. But the question is, are you already living the life you absolutely like to live? Are you settled with the life you currently have or are still dreaming to have a more abundant and fulfilling life? You can actually choose which path to take. You can be like most people and just be settled for what you think you can get and simply wish you could be, do, and have more. Or you can choose to walk your own unique path that will lead you to so many fences because everything you want is closer than you think. But the truth is, living fully and victoriously doesn't happen by default. It happens by design. So I've got to ask, which way are you living? Have you created your dream by design? Do you know exactly who you are, where you are, and where you want to go? Are you able to answer the question, what do you love? This is how you create your dream in a more expansive way. Let us listen to our guest speaker, Eric Julian Senior, who will share with us how he was able to go through his challenges and started manifesting his dream for himself, his children and grandchildren. Right now, he's building an empire for his family. Check it out. Hello, welcome to all our tele, uh, listeners for our next episode for the Dream to Rise podcast. And uh, this is Cynthia Concordia again, um, reaching out to all of you. And we would like to introduce you one special guest who grew, who's from New Orleans, Louisiana, who grew up there, but he now lives in Houston, Texas. And throughout his career, he worked for several large companies um, from retail, sales, and travel industry, where he trained and developed uh, people he supervised. He's very much into uh, training people. And he owns several businesses. The ENL Investment Group, it's a real estate uh, business, small business consulting and bookkeeping. And he, he just, actually, he just finished his one-year term uh, as a president of the Toastmasters Frankly Speaking Club in Houston, Texas. I don't know if I got it correctly, one-year term or two years, one-year term. And he has how many children? Five? Five children, and uh, he enjoys spending time with his family and friends, traveling, sports, reading, and learning other cultures. Without further ado, uh, I would like to introduce you to Mr. Eric Julian Sr. Hello, Eric. Good afternoon. Hello, Cynthia. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I find it a pleasure and an honor to be featured on this podcast, and I hope I can share some wonderful things with you guys um, about my journey 
And uh, like you said, I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, that we got a great saying that we say all the time, say, say, le bon temps roule, which means let the good times roll. And uh, we, we are a mixture of people. We are a unique culture. We have our own dialect, our own language that we so richly enjoy. And uh, maybe one of these days I can uh, share those languages with you. You're probably going to hear me say some of it throughout this podcast. And that's for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's what I've learned from him. For sure. Did I get it correctly? For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, okay, let's start. Can you tell us something about um, yourself uh, that brought you to where you are right now? Like yes, just a, 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 your, your life story now. Are you willing to share your life story? Sure, sure. I, I'm always willing to share my life story because it was truly a journey and a path that I had no idea I was going to travel down. You know, of course, in life, you have your goals, you have your ambitions, you have things that you want to do, want to do in life. And of course, the path that you project for yourself is always a smooth and easy road. But unfortunately... God has better plans for us. And then he takes us down roads that, that we don't want to go down, but we need to go down. Because uh, one thing I like to associate it with is like, we are, the, we are the clay and he's the potter. And we're in a potter's house being made. So he makes us and shape us into what he wants us to be. Because, you know, we all have a purpose for being here. And I always wanted to know what is my purpose for being here. So the journey that I took was a journey of many ups and downs, many sufferings, many experiences that brought me to where I am today. I remember having an employee say, Mr. Julian, it seems like you're so well-versed, you're so well-knowledgeable, you do a fantastic job. How did you get to be so good at what you do? And uh, there was a stun and surprise by my answer. I say, by number one, everything going wrong in my life. <laughs> they didn't understand. I say, everything going wrong. And by facing many challenges, many obstacles, and I've learned so many things by a ton of mistakes that I made and some bad decisions that I made that caused me and helped me to be good. And what I've learned, the main thing is I've learned from those that when I make a decision and it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, I just simply made another decision to make it better. Yes. Actually, so that's... Where I'm, today, yeah, that's where I'm at today is because of everything going wrong in my life. <laughs> and, and you didn't stay in that position for a long time. You made a shift to make it better. And what you have learned from your past challenges, from your past experience, made you become better. And that's- Exactly. Yeah. One, thing, uh, one thing I've learned in life, never quit. Never, you're gonna have moments in your life when you're gonna get depressed, you're gonna feel like giving up, you're gonna feel like quitting, you're gonna say, what's the use? It doesn't make sense. Everything I do, everything I try, I'm not accomplishing, I'm not getting there. But, but you got to remember people like Michael Jordan who missed hundreds of shots, but look how many championships he won. 
Look at Thomas Edison, how many uh, tries it took him to get, to finally get to that one invention. And uh, Mark Cuban, who said how many times he tried. And he said, you only have to hit the bullseye one time. So I never quit. I was resilient. I was always willing to learn. I read books. I was under good leadership that taught me, gave me books to read, and they taught me never give up. I never quit. And that's what helped me through my life. I've always was had a willingness to learn. And a lot of people have a lot of fears and they quit and give up when fear is the false evidence appearing real. That's the false evidence appearing real. And not understanding that failing it's not bad. Failing is good as long as you learn from it. Because fail to me is the first attempt in learning. You're learning. It's a life full of lessons. See, in, in life, we get the test first, and then we get the lesson. In school, we get the lesson, then we get the test. Yeah. But not so in life. You're going to get the test first, to learn the lesson. And that's what I've done. I've learned from every experience I've had and I applied it to my life. And I was just persistent, resilient, and a fighter, and I never gave up. The environment I grew up in, they taught us to strive for excellence and second to one is none. So that's the attitude that I have and I grew up with. First, and only first is what I have to accomplish. Second to one is none. We strive for excellence and that's what we've done. So who made, who really influenced you to have that kind of positive attitude? Wow. You know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. Uh -huh. And I want to say it took that village, starting with my parents, my father, my mother, my aunts, my uncles, the teachers at the schools that my parents sent me to. And I was very fortunate that my parents sent me to some good quality schools, some private schools where they paid tuition. Well, I even have to work to help pay the tuition. And uh, that really helped me a lot. So the influence was my father, my mother, the teachers, the men. I had a lot of men in my life that held me accountable and responsible in the schools that I went to, see this, the way I'm dressed, this is the way we dress in high school. They taught us to dress as businessmen. So we carried a standard about ourselves. And that's where I learned to strive for excellence. That's where I learned to be a businessman. That's where I learned to be a responsible man and, and held accountable for things that I do in my life. So it was a number of people. It was the village that helped influence me. Okay. You mentioned about challenges, failures. Um, I don't know if you're willing to share what is one of your failures which really made you stand up again and become resilient and move forward? Uh, it happened to be in, uh, in the business world, in corporate America. Like I say, second to one is none. Failing is not an option, but it's a lesson learned. So I remember I was in uh, with Tinnacle Oil Company at the time. I was in a retail division, and uh, 
they made me manager one of the largest stores in Louise in New Orleans, one of the largest, one of the hardest, one of the most challenging stores to run. If you ran this store and you had it, you know, you grabbed the bull by the horn, as we say, and you did real good, you got noticed in the whole entire company throughout the nation that you're just awesome. So they made me manager of that store. And unfortunately, on my first try, uh, I didn't do good. I failed. And they took me out. And they placed me in another smaller location. It, it really wounded, at that time being young, my ego was bruised very bad. Um, I felt real bad that I failed miserably. And so, but what I did, I have to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. And, and that's the mindset that I had. Yes, I may have failed, but I'm coming back. So I, what I did, I acknowledged what I did that caused me to fail. What I didn't do right, I, I did a self-assessment of myself, and I said, what was it that I could have done better? And what I did during that time, I improved, I examined myself, and I say, I'm going back. So what I did, I notified the district manager and I said, I want that store back. I want to go back. Mm -hmm. And I want to give it a try. See and that I said, this time, I'm going to do it. And that it takes that courage to talk to your manager or to talk to that owner, telling him that, hey, I'm ready and I want to go back. Right. And what I did, he said, now nah, I don't think you can handle that. I said, yes, I can. And I had uh, the eye of the tiger and the heart of a lion. He heard that in my voice. He saw it in my eyes that I want the challenge and I'm going to do it again. And he said, okay. And he actually said, I don't think you're going to make it, but we'll give you a shot. And, and I got the shot. And how long and did you, how long did you, uh, were you, were you able to prove them that you were able to be successful? They said I wasn't going to last four months. Ah, four months. And, wow. uh, they said I wasn't going to last four months. And I told, I got that told by a counterpart of mine. And I said, that's all right. I'm not worried about four months. I'm in it for the long haul. And I got in there and I committed myself. And I say, I am going to succeed. Mm -hmm. And I committed to do the work. And I became the number one store in New Orleans, became the recognized manager in New Orleans for the highest sales. I came up with several programs in sales that the whole company inherited my ideas and they advertised it nationwide. Oh. And so I became the number one manager in the city of New Orleans. And I conquered that greatest fear that I had in that biggest store in the New Orleans area. Oh, see, that's how you manifested your, your dream. Never quit. Never, never give up. Never quit. Exactly. You so, can do it. Yes. And what are you focusing nowadays in your life in terms of manifestation? Right now because I've experienced many things just recently, 
within the last year or two, uh, starting with the pandemic, having COVID, fighting lingering effects, going through a life-changing situation. I'm currently focusing on me. What do you mean by I'm focusing, focusing on yourself? When I say I'm focusing on me, I'm doing another self-assessment mm -hmm. and I'm focusing on areas where I can improve on being a better version of myself, a better father, better grandfather, and uh, in the future, a better husband. But I am focusing on me building my heritage that I can leave for my children's children. Mm, okay. So that's what I'm focusing on right now because I made some great sacrifices that I put a lot of things, uh, organizations first that I helped build other organizations, raising of my children, making sure they get on their way. And now my children are grown and gone and they're doing well for themselves, but they still want me to be an intricate part of their lives where they want me to help them with their businesses because my dream and my goal is for me not only to raise five beautiful, wonderful, productive children for society, but I want to raise and develop five CEOs. Oh. And I'm at, I'm at two. I got three more to go. So, so you, two of your children are now CEOs of their own business. Their business. Yeah, two of my children are CEOs. They have incorporated, and I got three more to go. Uh -huh. and, I'm, and I'm helping them, and I'm going to be the chief advisor in all five cor uh, corporations. Oh, that's nice. So you're really building an empire for your children and grandchildren, huh? Yes. I've always taught my children, do not be a follower, be a leader. But in order to be a good leader, you must first be a good follower. So I taught my children how to follow me, and I lead by example. Have I been the greatest of example? No, because leaders make mistakes too. Leaders are still learning. But the thing that I'm grateful for is the mind and the heart that the Almighty gave me to do that self-assessment to always want to improve on myself first. Actually, that is needed. Whenever, yeah. um, actually at the end of the week, I always do some self-reflection what have I done for the past week? Uh, what have I done wrong? How can I improve so that the following week I'm more productive? And, uh, and that's exactly. good. Yeah, that's good. So what are your current challenges right now in the, with manifestation? My current challenges? Ooh, I have several challenges. Because if you're living in life, if you're living in this world, you're living in life, Get ready, you're going to have challenges. Life does not come without challenges, whether it be people, situations, jobs, you will have challenges in your life. And the one thing that I've learned that every day I wake up, I wake up with a prayer to ask God, please give me the mind to handle whatever situations I am faced with today. Let me have the right mind to deal with and to handle every situation. Because when you wake up, you don't know what's going to happen that day. So you will have challenges. Some of the current challenges that I have 
is uh, a neighbor with, with dogs barking. And then uh, I got assaulted by that neighbor and purposely say I did things on purpose to irritate you, to aggravate you, to disturb my peace and quiet, which prohibited me from move, freely moving in and out of my apartment because the dogs were lunging after me, uh, not getting ample enough sleep, which hindered me in getting my work. It, it, it hindered my performance on my work because I wasn't getting good enough sleep, wasn't able to go to sleep or waking up because of the noise and being assaulted. So you're going to have all kinds of challenges in your life. Yes. Oh, well, these are, but you were able to manage them. The most important thing is how were you able to respond to those challenges? How were you able well, to see those challenges as punishment or as opportunities? Yeah, Cynthia, that is the, the most important question that everybody needs to ask themselves and acknowledge and understand. It's not the problem that causes more problems, it's your response. Yeah. It's how you choose to respond. I, number one, I have a standard about myself that I do not lower my standards to any man's standard that's below me. I don't let nobody bring me down. I keep my standard high. Yes. So if they're trying to aggravate me or they assault me, I'm not going to go tit for tat, word for word. I'm going to keep my standard, keep my composure, but I will speak firmly, directly what I'm going to I'm plan on doing. I'm going to try to always be civil, always try to handle everything in a fair, equitable manner, respectable manner. But if you choose to go down the a hard road, I will respectfully let you know you chose that road and you wanted to go down it. So be ready for the consequences. Oh, yes. But I will not lower my standards to uh, give them the pleasure of thinking they're going to control me because I am always going to be in control. Yes, because that's how we learned that reacting was uh, was taught to us while we were still a child. And whenever we are in a situation, um, in a bad situation, our usual reaction is to just get angry, get mad and be resentful. But uh, it takes really um, some kind of responsibility when you respond to the other person, being matured, being uh, more responsible. Okay, so do... I know you have shared with me your, your business wherein you have achieved, you have achieved success in terms of manifestation. <laughs> what other uh, success have you, uh, are there any successes have you achieved or have you experienced in terms of manifesting your dream? I, I know the business and then uh, your children being the yeah, that would be the biggest for me, and then uh, my my business because of course if Daddy gonna make his children a CEO, I have to be a CEO as well. So I'm gonna be incorporating several businesses, and I had a friend, kind of she was like noticed in the church, noted in the church as the spiritual one that gives us uh, spiritual insight 
to uh, what's going to happen in our lives. And you always have that spiritual sister in the church that tells you what God says and inspire you and help you. And she spoke to me and she said, she say, God showed me that you are going to be a manager of many businesses. Oh, wow. And, and, I, and, and I took that with a grain of salt because actually when I was in my 20s, in my uh, early management years, uh, I actually managed like nine businesses at one time. You might as well say that I supervised nine businesses. I had nine managers managing nine locations. And so I didn't see that that was far-fetched you know, far from the truth, but because I've been trained and developed to manage multiple businesses. Mm, that's nice. So what is now your, your goal for the next 12 months? For the next 12 months, wow, I'm excited, afraid. What makes me afraid is now that uh, my dream has been truly tested as we did in the program. <laughs> And uh, wow, it, it, I got all check marks. Number one, my dream scares me because <laughs> it's real big. <laughs> it's real big. And uh, so that's the, the key test of the dream. It has to scare you. So my dream scared me because I'm building an empire. So in the next 12 months, uh, I'm using what we use in the business world, a term, we slowing down to speed up. Oh, slowing slow down, down to speed up. We slowing down to speed up. So in the next 12 months, I'm slowing down to redo some reassessments. I'm doing some networking. I'm systematically building a system for my business to expand since I'm building that empire. And at the same time, I'm going to be working with my children helping them develop their businesses as well. So I'm slowing down to speed up since I, uh, I'm no longer president of the Toastmasters Club. I finished my term successfully, by the way. We are a president distinguished club, which I am very proud of the team. Wow, we, congratulations. We, score. we exceeded our membership goals. So we finished with a perfect, uh, perfect season term during my presidency. And I'm Congratulations. very Yeah, <laughs> without the team. Because, you know, one dream, one team, and we, we did it. And, uh, of course, they gave me kudos for my leadership. And uh, I told them we're leaders. And uh, the challenge for me is how do you be a leader among leaders? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So, again, your goal right now for the next 12 months is to... Uh, because you said that you would like to slow down to speed up, meaning to say you're focusing now on your self, uh, self-assessment, self self-awareness. And to build, a, to build and install a, a system in my business uh -huh. where we can expand and create a flow process. And then also to continue to train and develop my children uh, to help them in their businesses. Okay, wow. For 12 months, for one year, you'll be able to uh, accomplish this, but 
Nothing is impossible. Yeah, because yeah, uh, well, Cynthia, I've always, I've always developed a system and a way of doing things, and that that's what it takes. You have to develop a workable system, and then, like you you said in the program, then we have to put a timetable to that and commit to that work. And you got to make your business and you a priority. Yes. And that's what I do. I make myself a priority. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not, you probably haven't seen me a lot on Facebook. I have not been on social media a lot because I am so wrapped up in the next 12 months. I have to accomplish my goal. Yes. Yes. Stick to your goal and then work things out, especially I'm sure you'll have more time now with your children discussing all the, the action steps for them to be successful also to oh, man. Uh, apply uh, the system. Yeah, quickly, I wanna share this quick testimony. Just the other day, uh, since I'm, I'm not tied up no more with the Toastmasters, I had an opportunity to sit down and have a very good meeting and conversation with my oldest daughter. I said, come on, let's talk. And she was all excited. I got my daddy. I got my daddy. And uh, she was very excited. And I said, I'm all yours. And I said, so I got the whiteboard. I said, come on, let's go over your business plan. Let's go over your business. And uh, let me show you. And so I said, go to the whiteboard to the best you can. Just draw up and show me what kind of floor plans you want and what you want to do. And uh I took a picture of it and I said, okay, I just wanted to get what her vision was, right? And so what I did, I erased everything and then I showed her the, the technical, the systematic way and how to, to do things in a more structured way uh -huh. because she needed more structure. And she was so impressed how... I gave her so much knowledge and understanding, and I drew it up technical. I drew it up by scale, her floor plans and her plans, and, and I, I just went off of what I knew and what even my father had taught me, and she was so impressed to learn that, wow, I didn't know my daddy knew all of this. I say, I, say, I have a lot more to teach because I've learned so much throughout my life and she was just so excited how I helped her develop her floor plans and her plans to exact scale. And she was just so impressed. I gave her the design because another thing I did, which they call it architect today, but back in my time when I did it, they call it drafting. So I know how to do architectural and draw up blueprints. Because I, I drew up blueprints before. So a lot of people don't know a lot of stuff that I know. And I even help our church when we're doing a, re a rehab on a building. I actually drew up the blueprint and gave it to the contractor to uh, rehab our church building. But she was so excited because she had my undivided attention. And I really helped her in the development of her business. Yes. And, it, and you help her uh, come up with a blueprint of her dream business. Business, yeah. yes. And that all, all, that's always the start, the blueprint. At least visualize, exactly. visualize uh, yourself in that business, visualize how that business is growing and uh, moving with all your employees and everything. 
Ah, that's good. So what is now your main road, roadblock in achieving this goal? The main roadblock yes. in achieving this goal yes. would be me. You. Why? I will be I will be the main roadblock. If if we, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna use myself and as an example, because guilty as charged, I prohibited myself from succeeding and moving forward because of the way I was thinking at times, mm -hmm. my fears at times, my doubt at times, my lack of faith at times. Notice I said at times, because it does happen, you know, where we, we get these roadblocks, we get these fears, so the only thing that can stop me is me. Because I've experienced when I had faith, I was fearless, I was powerful, I was strong, nothing could stop me from accomplishing my goal. So the biggest person, the roadblock would be me. It's all your, in your thoughts. It's all in my thoughts. Yes. And, and do I have them? Yes. I still have them today. Do I have fears? Yes. The fear factor is forever present. And, and that's why I love the program. And uh, I know we talked about this several times that you have to embrace that fear. Yes. The fear factor will always be present, but you have to embrace it. You have to maintain control. You have to... Our success is only a decision away. We just have to make a decision that I am going to do this. Just do it. And yes. guilty as charged. It's always easier said than done. Mm -hmm. But you have to muster up enough strength, faith to make it happen. Because there's been times. I, I'm sorry, and I, I, I'm, at times I'm embarrassed to say this, I had my own pity parties, but I had to get myself together. I have to say, wait a minute. I say, quiet yourself as a man. I stand up. I have to go and talk to that man in the mirror and let that man in the mirror and remind that man in the mirror who he is, what he is, what he's made of, and, and, and encourage that man in the mirror, you can do this. Yes. And, and then it is good to have a supporting cast. That yeah, a group of people. A group of people that can say, hey, Eric, you can do this. And, and, uh, and, and uh, I have to say this. That's one thing I really appreciated uh, about you doing our program. You always told me, I believe in you. You can do this. And, and that would just, <laughs> that would just light the fuse. <laughs> You know, it gives you that motivation, that fire that, yeah. hey, if someone believes in me, then I should believe mm -hmm. in myself. Right. And, and that's important to have that inner circle, that supporting cast that believes in you. Like uh, the program that you had me do, Partners in Believing. You've got to have people that believe in you and you in them. And the sky the sky is too low. The universe now becomes 
the limit. Yes. It's unlimited. And, 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 and that's why I feel myself is coming back to, because I lost myself, but the greatest thing I did for myself, I found myself. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know what? Um, before I, I would always compare my life as a Ferris wheel. Because whenever we are down, there are instances in our lives that we're down. And yeah. then someone would always tell us, there's no other way to go but up. But it keeps going in circles. But now right. I, I've changed it. Instead of Ferris wheel, I've changed it to a roller coaster. <laughs> because for me, no matter how, how you have experienced all the challenges and successes in life, if you don't have that direction towards your vision, it's nothing, it's useless. So for Correct. me, the roller coaster, it goes round and round, but then it proceeds to one direction and that's your vision. Correct. Mm -hmm. And fear as what you have mentioned should be embraced, embraced as a partner. And the fear factor is going to be forever present because yeah. even when you go to higher heights in your life, you're going to face new set of fears. Yes. Yes. And you've got to be able to continue to move with the fear. Like I, I used to have this one roller coaster. It was huge. And I'm a roller coaster rider myself. Uh -huh. This roller coaster really scared me when I saw how it goes. But I said, but you know what I did? I said, I'm a conqueror. So I got on this roller coaster and I held on tight. Even with my fear, I just held on tight and let's go for the ride. And that's what you got to do with fear. Hold on tight with the fear and still move. Yes. And that's how we should treat or uh, enjoy our life. It's an adventure. Yeah. We will. Your life is an adventure. Exactly. We will not escape that those challenges in life, but look at it as opportunities because the more we look at it as opportunities, we learn more. And that's how we take Correct. risks and uh, overcome what we, fear. What we do, we focus more on the negative, yes. the obstacles, the barriers in our life, instead of focusing on the path of your life. Yes. Focus on the path. Focus on where you're going. And, and when you focus on where you're going, then you'll reach your destination. But if you fo focus on the obstacles, the negative, then that's what you're going to encounter. But if you focus on the fact, on the path, no matter what happened, you stand on the path. Yes. And another thing, it's uh, when they focus on the What's this? Oh my, I, I forgot about it. When you focus on the positive, not only on the positive, uh, focus on how will you become after that, uh, after that struggle. Because most of the time, the people, they want to be perfect and no one yeah. is perfect. And that's the thing that delays them to move forward because they want to achieve perfection. So focus on the lane where you're going to. Do not compare yourself with others because they have their own journeys. They have 
they had their own struggles, they had their own problems, and they were able to overcome. But you have your own journey, and you each one is unique. So Absolutely. now I've learned that I don't have to listen to what other people would say, but just focus on, on your dream. And then even though you take baby steps, as long as you're yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Great, great. So before we end, Eric, what advice would you like to share to our, to our listeners? Well, one, one of the main things I would like to share with everybody, number one, I want you to remember this quote. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. I want you to remember that. Yes. Number, uh, this other thing, and I shared this before about the sham guard principle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share it again. The sham guard principle is start where you are. Do use what you got. Use what you got. And then you do what you can. Stop focusing on where you're not. Don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on just doing it. Because when you move by faith, things happen. And I'm going to share this biblical story with you about Moses when he came to the Red Sea. And when Moses and the children of Israel was, they had the Red Sea, and it was in between the Red Sea and Pharaoh and his army. And the people was afraid. What are we going to do now? And, Mo, and God spoke to Moses and said, stretch forth your rod. That's all he had. So he had to use what he had. He did what he can. What did he do? He stretched it. And God opened up that Red Sea. So you got to have faith to believe whatever you want to accomplish you can accomplish it. Yes. It may not look good at the present, but what do you do when all hell break loose? Stretch forth your faith. Mm -hmm. Do like Moses did. Stretch forth that rod. Use what you got. Do what you can. Martin Luther King say, if you, if you can run, then run. If you can walk, then walk. If you can crawl, then crawl. But whatever you do, don't stop. Yes, I love that. I love that. Wow, Eric, very powerful advice. Uh, the advices you have given to the listeners. Now, I'm sure they got inspired by your sharing your stories. And uh, again, winners never quit. Quitters never win. I truly believe in that. Mm -hmm. So, Eric, how will, can our listeners get in touch with you? If they need I, to get in touch with you in terms of your if business. You go to my business page on Facebook, ENL Investment Group. I have a business page. You can go there to get in touch with me. You can uh, DM me. So uh, is, this, is this Facebook or a website? Facebook. 
Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, that'll be the best place to get in touch with me on Facebook, ENL Investment Group. I have a business page. Uh, coming soon, changes coming soon. Okay, okay, coming soon. We're all excited for that changes. <laughs> How about the website? The website is being developed, but you can go, you still can go to, you can Google it, but you can go to Yelp and type in ENL Investment Group. Ah, and it'll okay. take you to, it'll take you to my website page. And then uh, also you can go through it. And if anybody want a house to sell mm -hmm. or purchase, you can go to the, to the ENL Investment Group on Yelp. If you got a house to sell, uh, they're gonna ask you for a brief information and, and uh, this is nationwide. We do go nationwide. Wow. Wow. See, it's booming. Your business is booming. <laughs> because I believe in you and it will keep booming. Yes. Okay. We're, we're going to be in, in every city, every major city. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, everything. So, uh, mm -hmm. Sorry. No, I was, I was just saying, we, we uh, I, I don't want to say it just yet, but we have a lot of major cities that I've already been networking, making contacts with. So we, we're going to be in a major city near you. Oh, really? In, Vir yes. in Virginia? Oh, that's yes. nice. Oh, Maybe. wow, wow. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to tell you that. <laughs> Okay, Eric, thank you so much. And thank you. You're welcome. You. It was a pleasure. And thank you so much, Cynthia, for having me. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you for uh, the teamwork and uh, looking uh, forward and doing more work with you and business ventures with you. I appreciate it so much. Oh, it's an honor to have you, Eric. Okay, thank you to our listeners. We Please watch out to our, uh, for our next episode. Again, this is Cynthia Concordia from Dream to Rise. Have a blessed day to all. Bye. Bye, Eric. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.